y'all. Welcome to Southern Bells. Hey, y'all. It's Brittany and Beth. So, we're glad that you could join in with us today to listen. Again, if you're interested, you can follow us on Facebook at Southern Bells Faith, Food, and Fitness. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey, welcome to today's episode, guys. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about Memorial Day. Yes. Do you have any military family members in your family? Lots, actually. Yeah. That's amazing. My grandfather, National Guard, but no current um, families. Um, current ones, I don't think we have any current ones right now either. So, um, Nathan's grandfather was in World War II. He was a pilot mechanic, um, and then, or a plane mechanic. And then, um, several of my uncles have served and cousins and Nathan's aunt and uncle were in the reserves. And, um, my mom, I I think her great grandfather was in the military as well. I mean, so it's on both sides of my family and on Nathan's family too. So, and I don't know if it's the Southerner in me or what, but I'm very patriotic, like the American flag, the, I get teary eyed with the national anthem. I, um, I get really like hit hard anytime I hear taps, um, or anytime. Have you ever been at a funeral? Yeah. Yeah. My uncles. Oh man. It was, it's like every time they shoot the gun, it's your heart just burst yeah and and I get very emotional like I literally there are times like the Star Spangled Banner will pay, play and I will I'll cry just thinking about the price of freedom like y'all don't understand and maybe you do but there's a majority out there that take for granted what our freedom costs mm-hmm Freedom from everything but paying taxes. <laughs> yeah. And you know that saying, freedom doesn't come free. Right. Some gave all, all gave some. Mm-hmm. So we're paying our taxes so we can pay these military <laughs> women to protect us. And, well, and you know what? Like, I, I don't have a problem with that. What Mm -hmm. I have a problem with is the politicians that are just padding their pockets, Mm -hmm. but you know, that's going to happen. It's just like anything else. Our country is ran like a business and that's how they treat it. But I am very thankful for our military personnel, and I'm very thankful, you know, for past president and future members. Um, Yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. What can the military do for you? It can pay for your school. Mm-hmm. You can join the military and they, in whatever profession that you want to be in, and do that for the military. You get benefits, you get yeah. like um, retirement, you get a pension. Um, you, you get early retirement. If you put 20 years in, you're done. Um, 
I, I know several people that um, just retire out of the military. I actually, so here's an interesting story. Um, the campground that we're staying in, Amber pulled in in an RV and he was very friendly. So, you know, he has to be from the South. He, um, he is actually, he is, him and his wife are from way down South and they, he was in the military and he was a Marine. So I said, oh, so you're He's like, yes. And my best friend in high school is a Marine and he's been in the Marines since before we got out of high school. And I'm very, very proud of him. Like he has made a career out of it and he's done phenomenal. And I was talking to this gentleman about it and he, um, he was in the military, served active duty for a long time. Um, got injured when he went on his second tour over in Iraq. So he came back and he'd already had his time in. He could have retired then, but he came back and he wanted to remain in service. So he became a um, recruiter and he still does that. Even though he's retired now, he still will go to the high schools and do talks and things and, um, He's talking about, I just, when I just talked to him last about it, he was talking about getting out of it. And the reason he's thinking about getting out of it is because the standards of the military are changing. I know several people that are actually getting out for that reason. I know someone that's a recruiter for the National Guard, my daughter-in-law's brother-in-law. I know someone that is in the reserves for the Air Force. I know a retired, um, I just lost it, Marine. <laughs> Marine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do know a lot of people that, um, I mean, I do know more than that. Oh, um, Courtney's brother is in the Navy. He's a Navy SEAL, actually. See, that's, I was going, I took the ASVAB and did everything. And that's where I was going. I was going to the Navy. I wanted to, that's what I wanted to do. And, um, the, I went, I got through the first round, did the ASVAB. I placed high enough that I could have went in, not just as a recruit, but as, you know, a little bit ranked higher went in for the first round of physicals and they told me I would have to do some type of a desk job. And I said, no, that's not what I wanted to do, but it was because of my heart murmur. And it was because of my ankle where I had broke it several times, which I think now some of their standards have changed a little bit, but, um, I couldn't do it. And, and I was like, I don't want to just sit at a desk. That, that wasn't what I wanted to do. I actually had the intentions of going in, starting out as a Navy um, nurse, nurse, and working my way up rank to become a physician. Mm-hmm. And ironically, my husband was the same way. Like he did the ASVAB, he did the physical fitness test, he did all of it, but he is missing part of his lungs. So they kind of felt like you're, you know, you're damaged. Not to say you're damaged goods, but you're damaged goods. <laughs> you're a liability (laughs) but I mean the thing of it is though is like there's so much benefit to it and then 
there's so many great things that you can gain from it. And even if you can't do it personally, just being able to support those that do. Like our family was mostly army. Um, Nathan's family was what his grandfather would have been in the, um, the air force. But back then it was still considered the army because it hadn't yet broke off. Right. And then, um, we had, uh, national guard. We have a lot of reserve in the family. Um, most of my cousins even were army. I had a cousin, um, he was in Afghanistan when it first started happening. He was MP and that stands for military police for y'all not aware of that. Um, but it, it was awful for him. Like, you know, some of the things that he talked about and he couldn't talk about some things. And then I went to school with a boy. Um, <laughs> I kind of laugh at this story just because you know that song, the Dixie Chicks. Um, was oh, he shoot waiting on the soldier to come back home yeah so this guy was like one of my best friends and he would sing that song to me <laughs> that song soldier. and and I think of him a lot in that instance and then actually another guy that we went to high school with um was a sniper and mm -hmm. he's still a sniper um and I don't, I mean, he's so like top secret. Like, I don't even know what branch he's in now or where he's at or. That's how Courtney's. Anything. I've never met him. I've known him for many, many years. I've never yeah. seen him. I know nothing yeah. about him. And they're like, you know, as much as we know, he can call every now and then because he is a seal. So everything's yeah. top secret. And that's. Yep. And he loves being in the military. He's not, I mean, he can retire by now, but he has no, he has no want to. He loves it. And you know what? Think about that, friend. Think about the God-given talent that God gave men and women like that, that mm -hmm. have that innate desire, that innate, like, I'm okay being away from everybody. Um, this, this, this is my duty. Mm -hmm. And can you, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but can you just imagine like that mindset that you have to have, no, you I, have to be able to be superhuman and y'all, you can get upset with me for saying it all you want, but you have to be superhuman to be able to shut off that part of your brain that draws you to your family, your friends, your community, because they're sacrificing all of that for your life. They're sacrificing their own life for your life. And for people they don't even know. Hey, that's a perfect scripture to share right now. Um, I'm going to drop my camera for a second, but you share like what, what has been the most I guess, patriotic moment that you can remember in your lifetime? My most patriotic moment that I can remember in my lifetime. Honestly, honestly, I think it would have to be when um, the terrorist attack of the Twin Towers, how everyone yep. came together and uh, yep. born together and stood together and united as one as a whole at that very mm -hmm moment in time would definitely yeah. have to be 
the terrorist attack on the Twin Towers in New York in 2001. I agree. And, I agree. I mean, I, I was the, I was aware of Desert Storm. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we've all, everyone that's probably listens knows that we've been in Iraq for thousands Ever. of years. Mm-hmm. Like. But Desert Storm was another one for me. But the most chaotic, I feel like it was definitely has was when we came together when the Twin Towers fell. And I can remember where I was sitting at, who I was sitting beside, and what I was doing at that very moment that that mm-hmm. news came across the... Yeah, it was the, early, um, early morning. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was going through a divorce. I had just had Hunter. He was born... Mm-hmm. July of 2001 I just dropped my oldest off at four-year-old kindergarten and came back home and it and watched it happen on tv and woke my dad up and he was petrified the fear I didn't think it was as bad but to see the fear in my father's eyes do you remember when Y2K happened? That's how my grandfather was. My yeah. grandfather was so concerned over Y2K. Yeah, because everybody thought like the calendars would never roll. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I agree. So this scripture, this scripture is perfect. John 15, 13, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Amen. Perfect scripture for tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow. Yeah, I guess it would be tomorrow. Monday. That's absolutely what they do. That is absolutely what they do. Mm -hmm. They lay down their life for us. So I talked about this a little bit this week about the, um, the shooting that took place in Texas. That is so hard for me to read about, listen about. Like, I can't even. It's I'm, awful. Right, it's awful. awful. And people can blame this and that and the other, but there was a mental illness there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or some depression. I'm not even going to say mental illness. I guess depression could be a mental illness. I'm not sure. I would have to ask my friend Courtney. Um, I don't know about that, but. Um, such a horrible I can't even I can't even talk about it well then what I was gonna say was then there was another um there was another incident where um this happened in my state this just happened last night in my state so there was a dispute at a graduation party Mm -hmm. and this guy left came back to this graduation party with an AK, opened Um, fire. This woman was in the crowd and she had, she, she had her concealed carry and she took him out. Like she took him out. And there, you know, one of my friends on my Facebook page made the comment. She said, guns do not kill people. People kill people. Guns in the right hands of people that use them responsibly are not the problem. The problem is the other situations 
where evil is deep rooted. And, you know, this woman, it said the news report said that she wouldn't be charged because she potentially saved multiple victims and no one else was injured. Um, just that she pulled it from her from her pocketbook and she just took him out. And was she, though, let's talk about this. So because you and I both are licensed carry. Mm-hmm. weapons carriers and we just had this conversation when we were in Charlotte, <laughs> we were laying on our bed or sitting on the bed and two guys walked by our window. <laughs> I mean, they were not that freaks out. <laughs> wrong whatsoever and I'm like I should have brought the gun (laughs) and you were like yeah I thought about that too but it's too late I never I never carry it I never do I guess I feel like I just have it it's an extra layer if someone was to come into my home I would have it but I never I never think about it Will thinks about it but I never my husband does too my mind I live in a world of rainbows and butterflies. I know. We're so naive. Oh, my gosh. So I never, I never carry. I need to, I need to definitely, especially I'm going to be by myself on a trip. Um, Yeah. And that's like. And us, we would have probably been taken out because we wouldn't have carried it to a place. Mm -hmm. To that lady. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean. My problem is, is, and my husband says, well, if you were in that circumstance, you may feel differently, but in my heart, I can't imagine taking the life of another human being willingly. I, 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 I would be the person to try to shoot them in the leg or shoot them, like to shoot them in the hand or shoot their arm. I don't know. Like, I don't know that I could shoot to kill. And if you're not going to shoot to kill, don't shoot. But I've never up accidentally running over like a squirrel or something. <laughs> I truly believe in my mind they commit suicide. That's what they're doing. <laughs> when they, run car, they should know better. <laughs> oh, my sweethearted friend. <laughs> but I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I just don't know. But then again, I think about my daughters. Oh, I would kill someone for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, if, if it's that situation and we're in it and it's kill or be killed, you're going to yeah. fight. Yeah. I, I feel, hmm. okay, those two beautiful teachers that passed away were, yeah. were trying to block the children from getting killed. I mean, I mean they that's all they could do they that was the only way they could fight back that one woman her poor husband died of a heart attack and they left behind four children I can't even I can't even so we just need to remember them in prayer we need to remember y'all that's why we have military too is they are our first line of defense and then but we actually, we are, if you want to get down to it, we're our first line of defense because they're not always there. So if we're not able to protect ourselves, how are we going to protect anybody else? Right. And then, you know, I, I get a little upset about the lack of respect 
for officers, for military personnel, for first responders, Mm -hmm. just because people don't really understand what goes into being that, that person to being that. A lot of people don't realize that most first responders are volunteers in your community. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of children. A lot of them. A lot of them are children. Um, I have been a first responder. Will has been a first responder. Uh, I know a lot of children that go through the fire departments that are volunteer. And when you volunteer at the fire department, you're not only volunteering to fight fires, you're going to have more medical calls and other calls than you are fires. It's just how it is. It's hard. And I stumbled across a movie last night. It's not children appropriate, even though it's based on Christian principles. Um, I mean, and and it is for older children, I believe, but it wasn't something I wanted my girls to watch. It was called Break Every Chain. Um, Highly recommend either to read the book or to watch the movie. It's by a guy named Jonathan Hickory. And he, um, it's, it's funny, like, I did not know this at the time, but I started watching it on Amazon and they, they started saying like something about the hills of West Virginia here. It took place in West Virginia. They shot it in Bridgeport, which is where my cousin is a cop. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, it talks about him and his life and, um, he lost his dad at an early age and then he went on to be in the police academy and life got the best of him and he got away from God and it goes through like the demons that he had to fight and um, it talks a lot about the mental turmoil that goes on behind the scenes and the one um, officer that was his partner essentially it's based on a true story essentially told him he's like um you're not going to last in this job without God. You're not going to last. So you need to uh, make that decision. And it was, it was a phenomenal movie. And then a side note, um, Nathan's cousin actually played in the movie. So like I saw her and I was like, Hey, I know her. I was like, wow, that's so awesome. So props, Becky Rosser. I did see you girl. And I'm so proud of you. Um, so nice to know someone like small town West Virginia is doing something like that um, for God, because I, I got to looking at it. I knew she was into being an actress and doing stuff like that, but she's gotten several movies out now that have some Christian base to them. So good, to, right. good for her. Good for her. But if you can't put yourself in their position and try to empathize and not everybody can. Not everybody can, but if you can empathize with what they go through, pray for them and pray for yourself because they see death on a daily basis. They see destruction. They see evil. They see drunk driving. Uh, I don't know about you, but I know several people that have been killed by drunk drivers uh, they see the unexpected, you know, um, Beth and I were talking this weekend's hard for my family. Y'all, you know, my brother, um, Andy graduated in 2011 on Memorial day, Friday and passed away Memorial day, Monday. And 
while Memorial Day is in a memory for lost and fallen soldiers, it is also a very big memorial for my brother. And it's hard. And, and it's, it's an entirely different experience when something so tragic hits so close to home. And it requires a community, like in general, I think life in general, like, you know, that, that old time saying, it takes a village, it takes a village, y'all. We're not all cut out to have the same gifts. We're not all cut out to do the same job. How horrible and boring would it be if each of us retained the same talent and the same gift to give? We, we wouldn't evolve. No, we wouldn't we, be I the society that we are. Mm-mm. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some good, the bad, and the ugly with that, but <laughs> the the human species is the most evolving, quick evolving, adaptive species that has ever been known. And it's just truly remarkable to me. I I don't, I swear, I don't understand how people question that there's a God. I don't get it. But you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago when we were in Charlotte, how things change so fast I mean yes I know if you ever watched um back to the future we thought we would have flying cars by now but we don't and that's probably a good thing that we don't you know (laughs) but all the things that we have evolved from since the 80s and the 90s is irremarkable the technology disposable cameras (laughs) right (laughs) yeah my son didn't know what a disposable camera was and he was born in 2001 so and and that's like you just think about things like that I saw a meme this week and it was about the Jetsons and the Jetsons were like hey we're not too far off like they had work from home with computers they had like robotic things to clean your house they had robot vacuum her name is Rosie (laughs) they had um they had like the electric cars I mean so they flew flew, yeah (sighs) how crazy like how crazy yeah that is that is it's remarkable how amazing humans are and Mm -hmm. how bad we can be you know, I think of the I devil. Think, yeah, I think we should share one more, um, one more scripture that kind of would play into this because I feel like you know our country is just in this state of awry. So, um, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will heal their land. Mm -hmm. That's in 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14. Now, God, God gives us the Bible as a roadmap. There's actually a song called that. It is our instruction book for life. 
And it's right at our fingertips. Oh, it is. Anyone will give you a Bible. Yeah. Some absolutely. of the ones that would be happy to share. Amen. If you're out there and you don't have one, reach out. We'll get you one. Well, here's a fun fact. Most Goodwills mm-hmm. offer Bibles for free. Mm-hmm. Most junk stores, and I, we call them junk stores, but like antique or hobby shops offer mm-hmm. Bibles for free. Most churches will offer you a Bible for free. There's an organization called the Gideons. They mm-hmm. do New Testament Bibles for free. Um, so there's no excuse. It is free right to your computer, mm-hmm. your phone, your laptop. <laughs> One good thing I like about the company that I work for and the person that I work with alongside every day, we have them in our office to give out. If Absolutely. So just know that if you don't have one, just reach out to Brittany or myself. We'll make sure you get one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even if it's just little pocket ones, you can get those at the Dollar Tree, by the way. That's right. Dollar Tree is my favorite store. I wanted to go today and Will was like, you don't need to go. So we had to go to the Dollar General instead. (laughs) (laughs) Too funny. So, um, me and Liz planted, uh, we, she wanted to come over this morning. She had to come to Mima's house. I asked her if she wanted to go. We didn't end up going to breakfast because she wanted Mima to cook breakfast. So I had to go get some sausage and we got a little fairy garden and some flowers for her to plant and did that this, this morning, this afternoon. It was nice. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What other prayer requests do you have for the week? Um, I just think we should be praying for our military, current military men and women past mm-hmm. men and women, the ones that we've lost, the families, of course, this weekend is all about them. And it's a shame that sometimes we only think about them when we have these important holidays. So let's try to remember them daily and continue to pray for the families in Texas. Like, I just can't even, I just cry thinking about that. I can't even anything with children. I know I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yep. So, all right. It's Dolly's turn to pray. Are you sure? I think I prayed last week. I will pray. I don't care. Did I? Did I? I can't remember. I think I did. Did I? I don't know. We'll pray. Ready? Yeah, Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. God, we thank you for the blessings that you have given us, God. We thank you for the fellowship that you've allowed us to have. And Lord, most importantly, we're thankful that you did send your son Jesus to die for us. God, we know that he paid a price that we would never be able to completely pay. God, we pray that you will just continue to be with those that are lost, Lord, those that have turned away from you, Lord God, that are stumbling through the darkness. God, please just send them a light so that they may find their way back to you. God, I pray for our military right now, Lord. God, I pray that you're among them, that your arms are around them, protecting them. God, we pray that you'll just comfort their families as they're separated from them. Lord God, we know that it takes a special person to be able to do that job. And God, we are thankful that you've instilled this in them. We pray that you'll just bless them and be with them. God, we pray for those that have given their all for our freedom. Lord, the ones that have lost their lives or lost their limbs or Lord, struggle with the daily depression of 
PTSD, Lord. We pray that you will just give them comfort and peace and God help them to be restored whole. God, we pray that you'll just continue to be with our society as a whole, Lord God. There's so much darkness running rampant. Pray that there will be more beacons of light just pop up in your, your name and in your will, Lord Jesus. Lord, we pray for the families that have lost loved ones. Lord, we specifically think of Texas, Lord, and the situation that took place there, Lord God, and all those involved. Lord God, we know that these things happen and we don't understand them, but God, we know that on that day you welcomed those children in. God, and we're thankful that you did allow their families to have them for the short time that they did. And God, we're, we're thankful that they were blessed with the life that you gave them. Lord Jesus, we pray that you'll just continue to watch over us and our families. Continue to help us grow nearer to you, Lord Jesus, so that we may never lose focus of the finished work on the cross, Lord, and being grateful and thankful for that, Lord God. God, we pray that you will just continue to use us and our gifts that we may be able to help others. Lord, we're thankful for this platform that you've given us, Lord, that it's an open avenue for us to share your world, your word with the world. Lord, we pray that if there just be one listening that gets something from it, Lord, we're thankful. We're blessed people, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, Lord. We just ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, friend. I have one more scripture for you. All right. God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in trouble. Psalms 46.1. Amen. Ever-present. 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 All right. Have a good week, y'all. Be safe. Yes, absolutely. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.